God, I love it with James Corden. He does such an amazing job and so many celebrities want to be a part of it. This one was a British version because he's taken the show overseas and Ed Sheeran has finally appeared Mm. on it. Talking about music, right? Well, not really. They actually talked about another skill of his, which is how much he can fit in his mouth of delicious chocolate balls. Have a listen. Is it true that you can fit 47 Maltesers in your mouth? Yes. So, oddly, just it just so happens. You reckon you can do this? Yeah. 55. It's 55. Oh my god! Now go, 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 go! Wow. Wow. And I will just point out, I'm pretty sure they had lots of meetings when they invented them, and they were all walking around the room and saying, "Should we call these delicious chocolate balls?" Oh, sorry. And they eventually went, "You know what? We'll call them Maltesers." Maltesers. Take the word chocolate out. Maltesers are my favourite. My favourite chocolate. Yeah. Out of any Maltesers, are it. So. He did 55. James yes. Corden had to spit it out oh. at 26. Oh. So this is a challenge for you guys. Ah. We have a bowl of 55, ah. and you have That's to see how many you can fit of, in That's a lot of chocolate. Maddie and Stav, go. Oh, you're going the double hand, right. putting them can all you, in. You can't swallow, Maddie. Don't no, swallow. He's not swallowing. But this is the whole thing. You would Never think that... before has a boy said that before. <laughs> no, you're not allowed to swallow, Maddie. you just got to keep shoving those balls in your oh, mouth. Come so on, The off. actual bowl has 55. I don't yeah, know Yeah, Maddie, shove them in it. there. Push them in there. What? Did you just throw up? A little bit. Don't choke, yeah, please. Stabby, are you okay? Don't do that. I've got to... Don't do that. Both their cheeks are puffing out. It's really don't intense. Don't do don't, that, Maddie. Don't, don't retch, Matt. So Ed Sheeran, I don't know how he, I don't know how he did it. Not only did he do it on the cheeks, but he did it like. He has you a done? secret Maltesers pocket. How many has Stav got left to go? Um, Stav, he's done, and he's probably got around about twenty-five. This one. <laughs> you know what's interesting is that uh, no, you Brisbane, you got to you got to realise that we've been told we have to do a risk assessment for every single sort of thing we do like this. Huh. We haven't done a risk assessment uh-uh. for this. Uh-uh. Boys, don't choke to death, please. We'll get in trouble. Uh-uh. Uh, Maddie's still trying to shove balls into his mouth. Uh-uh. Maddie probably has about ten more to go. You can do it, Maddie. You can do it, Matt. <laughs> oh my god, your face is huge. Uh-uh. We're gonna have to put this up online. Yeah. Stab, stab's bailing out. Stab's bailing out. Oh my god, Matt. You've oh done it. Matty did it. 55 Maltesers. Well done, buddy. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> he just... Now he's vomiting. He's vomiting. It's, but it's all right. It's a chocolatey, <laughs> crunchy vomit. Are you right, buddy? Are you right, Matty? Mm. Oh. Jeez, I... Go away from the mic. No are you okay, Matty? Matty, are you all right? I am the champion. You are. Well done, I'm the well champion. Done. Wow. I found some cavities is what I found. Oh, my um, God. You and Ed Sheeran. Don't try that at home, people. white today, Matty. Yeah. <laughs> Don't get it on your shoes. Well done, bud. That's, you we okay? always knew you had a big mouth. My gag reflex is terrible. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Have you ever had that many balls in your mouth before, man? <gasps> did you just... Did someone, <laughs> someone... Did you just fart? Did, did you, you fart, fart as well? What is wrong with you? Did you do a little just... vomit fart, did you, Natty? You didn't, did you? Oh, my God. You did. He did. He did. You did. Did you have a little follow through, Maddie? You oh did it, did you? Did you make space? Did you have to make space? What are you doing? One in, one out, Maddie. Is that what happened? One in, one out. You just pooped it out. No, I got to be honest. I can smell that, but I'm not sure if it's me or not. Yeah, it's not well, me. it's not me. It's not, it's not staff. Um, <laughs> there's only four of us in here. 
Well, clear out no, of the that's, space. That's not. Maybe we should play a song and you can have a little toilet yeah, time. I'm going to go out to. <laughs> just open to the, can we open the door a bit? It's a Sorry. little fresh in here. So that is very childish of us to be doing this, but I think. I don't know where that came from. This is <laughs> a, oh, I do. Oh, really okay. This is a low point in my career, I'm not going to lie. Um, Stav, you've had some low points. I know, right? Uh, it's Stav, Abby, and Matt with Osha. Hit 105. Budget love. I'm disappointed, guys. I'm absolutely disappointed. We've been trying to keep a family budget. We've gone all in, hundred bucks each, on a Bank of Queensland account mm-hmm. that the four of us are using to to pay our bills this week in an effort to try and keep a lid on unnecessary spending. And I've been playing my part uh, already. There's been shenanigans with Abby nicking Matt's card and going to BWS. $20, which Still. it was a two-for-one deal with a shopper docket. Fraudulent. Yep, and okay. can you just be careful too, Osh, because what happened there is when she took my card, mm. I accidentally signed the back of your card. So no. you now have a card with my signature. But it's fine. It's FPOS. I've tried to mm. get away with it. I'm sure signature. that's not fraudulent, Matt. But uh, <laughs> these two are a little bit disappointed with us because... We'll admit, yes. Abby and I did... Well, I, I, I actually sent out with good intentions. I mm-hmm. was going to go with Abby to her function last night because there was going to be free alcohol mm. and free food. So mm. I was actually going to take like a doggy bag yes. and get a, a, like a few days' supply of, of food. Yeah. But it did spiral a little out of control. We went, we went to um, Llewellyn last night, Llewellyn yeah. um, Holden. They had a uh, trade night mm. for drag racing, which was pretty amazing. Don't need to get the plug away, it's happened. Yeah. Okay. But you were you were to race track or something? Where were you? Yeah. Well, we just we decided to send you guys photos. Mm. Yeah, right I saw. About. Yeah. Can yeah. I just tell you what I first got? Right. Mm. Mm-hmm. I got one mm. um, from you two at about that have been seven o'clock that you said that to me. Yeah. Mm. Um, and it comes through, and it's the top one there that mm. we're looking at. Picture of you two with a wine mm. and a pint. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. And Ash, if you look to the bottom, right? Mm, yeah. Look at the floor. Yeah, that's that's fancy carpet. Now, mm-hmm. did you guys go to the movies? No, we didn't that, go that, to that the movies. That looks like Birch Carol and Coil carpet no, to no, me. No, no, that's a pub. No, no, that's a pub. We went to a pub before the gig. Mm. Uh, now, mm. now, when you say pub, I've seen a, a location tag. Someone screenshotted a map of, of where you were. Um, at what kind of pub was it? It was just a pub. <laughs> okay, mm. and was this pub on the corner? Was this pub on the corner of George? Are you saying the the Grosvenor the topless, Grosvenor topless bar? Shout out yes. to the ladies. What time uh, were we there? That, we were there at uh, nine fifty. <clears throat> ten to ten. So yeah. you went to the Grosvenor mm. to get a haircut. No, you did not. Oh, was that the place they did a haircut? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I need a haircut. Mm. Yeah, you went to the Grosvenor <laughs> where. Uh, Lovely ladies who work very hard for a living mm. serve you drinks without wearing many clothes. Yep. They yep. save money on clothes. Look, we sent you photos throughout the night. We're sorry about it. But let's, look, hey, we just... Let's, yeah, let's we see we don't we, know how much we spent. I sent you a text message saying at 2am we're yeah, on our way, on home. way home. That was one fifty nine that that came through. said, yeah. on our way home. Mm. Now, I... That yeah. is what got me. Yeah. And Osha, this is why I'm annoyed and which is why <sighs> this is not fair what they've done to us, mate. Mm. Yeah. Because they know that... Our account 
gets cut off at 10.30. So you can still spend, mm. but they check it at 10.30 at night. So mm. anything after 10.30, mm. you won't know until another 24 hours later. Mm. So okay. you've gone out to yeah. a work function. Yeah. You've gone, let's take this to the strip club. Yeah. Well, yep. let's, yeah. Anyway. We've got to well, make okay, let's, topless let's bar. Find let's find yep. out how much we spent. Abby, our beautiful All right, producer. so starting off, we had Stav withdrew $60 last night at the Treasury Casino. At, at the Treasury Casino. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, in my defence, that was earlier on in the day. That and was at 11 a.m. That was at 11 a.m. <laughs> You're and, at the cash at 11 a.m. Yes. But wait for this. This is the best. I put it on red and I have, <laughs> I've doubled my money. Gamble responsibly, people. <laughs> Family account. But he didn't put it back. Did you notice he didn't put it back? It's got to go, hang on a second. You yes. took 60 out. You've yeah, only got 100 in he your hand. I bought a beer. <laughs> I don't, I, okay, I don't know what to do here, Osh, because what You're he's gambling is, with the family money. He's mm. done something terribly wrong, but mm. it, you know, it's like when it's worked you, out okay. Yeah, yeah it's an old kid. trick I learned from a stepdad. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, we'll right, let that happen next. Right, moving on, on. on. What next? Uh, Park Ridges on Keith got ten dollars fifty out, and that was Maddie. Yeah, that was yesterday. Stav and I went for a drink. Um, I shouted him a beer. <clears throat> I had how a... many beers did you have? <laughs> <laughs> I had a can of Coke. Yeah, you did. So oh. my can of Coke was $2. So technically, I spent $2 okay. yesterday. Right. He had a beer. And then to finish it off, last night, Abby spent $13.50 at the ALH Racecourse Hotel. We didn't go out at all. We didn't go out at all. We just went to Llewellyn and took photos from every single different angle. And when I sent you a text, I was up changing my, my son's bed. He'd wet the bed. <laughs> I did go to the strip club, but I got a freebie. <laughs> oh, so I, you guys, <laughs> so you didn't actually go out? No. We've been acting hungover all day. Oh, yeah. We're at home in bed at 8.30. I didn't want that kebab. <laughs> These are idiots. <laughs> Walked in this morning. Yeah. And I I'm put like, beer on myself uh, so I smell. It stank. We had a great you, night. You were yeah. rotten. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, we yeah. just and they were laughing at the um, function because mm. every angle I was trying to get a photo of Stav, mm. so it looked like a nightclub. Mm. I went home at night and I tried to fill shot glasses. My husband said, "What are you doing?" I said, "Pretending I'm at a nightclub," and just filled them with, with water a, with a marble tabletop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. I was just up at two changing my yeah. Sun's bed. I was in bed by nine. Swear to God. Yeah. Uh, we'll see. We'll see tomorrow when we see the ledger. When the ledger comes out and we see the account, when we see the statement. Mm. I've, we'll um, see tomorrow. Well, and I am flush. <laughs> I've overreacted. Yeah, mm, yeah, you have. Yeah. You've been a bit nasty yeah. to us. Well. No, yeah. I, I did. Oh, what did you do? <laughs> you drew out money this morning, <laughs> didn't you? What did you do? I knew you did. You came in with a plastic oh. bag too, and I was like, "What's in that bag?" You, what went, you, you went to 7-Eleven. What did you buy? Because you were late this morning. What did, did you buy? I did something this morning. <sighs> After seeing the two AM text, I was fuming. I knew you would have FOMO. Fuming. Mm. What did you? What did you do? Oh, Manny. Same time tomorrow you'll find. Until the ledger comes out, nothing at the moment. You've got an opportunity to put that back. Do I? Hey, I don't care. I'm flush. <laughs> Wake up with Stab, Abby and Matt with Osha. Hit 105. I don't need to find love. Oh, yeah, Tinder. You know that I like matching people up. And look, new day, you've got to do it in Tinder. That's how people do it online. People are time poor. They just like to know who's in their area. This is, this, is, this is my favourite and my best because this is Tinder tips from a married mother of two. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait. Yep. What do you reckon, to be Matt, in the um, dating world? Come on. Abby's a very perceptive woman, yeah. guys. She's mm. a very perceptive woman and she knows what works and she knows what doesn't work. She can look at a photo and go, yes, 
Hmm. Yes, worth it, and no, no, not worth it. And okay. I think, you know, you did, how long did you spend on the app? You were just going through it, just having a look and seeing who well, was doing what. Here's the thing, Osh. I tried to take over someone else's Tinder, but yeah. when I logged on, it just came up with my profile because I swear, Why did I you have a profile? promise on my heart. Um, we, when Tinder first came on, we you wanted were already to, married. we wanted to do it for the show. Why is he talking? <laughs> we wanted to do it for yeah. the show. So I logged on. So I had a profile. So when it goes on there, it goes, that. would you like to go? I don't remember that at all. I was here on the show. Yeah. You're always here. Um, so what's your, what's your issue with, with Tinder? You've noticed something cause you've been, you've been taking over people's accounts to help them get action. Yeah. I wonder, what's I couldn't, your... I just it was my profile and I saw these guys and I was like, what is going wrong with them? Yeah. What are they even thinking? Here's my biggest thing. If you are attached and you now not want to be on Tinder, delete your profile. You need to delete your profile. It's so instant and you're wasting girls' time. You and didn't. here is the next one for I have. Here is the next one, right? Right. You never know when you might need to go back, though. Sure. Yeah. Keep your options open. Yeah. But make sure that your Facebook picture, which is linked to your Tinder, is updated. Because here is the tips of what is going wrong. This is what you should not have in your profile pic. Yeah. Your girlfriend. Number one. I'm going to show you a photo of oh a guy God, on his Tinder profile pic who has his girlfriend. That could now, be his sister. Could be his sister. But do girls know that? No. No. Bad idea. But you know what? The other thing is that girl is too attractive. Yep. Could be if that was an ugly friend, a girl may possibly still swipe. It could be his sister, but not on a Facebook. You're right. They're not on Unless yeah. they're picking yeah. up together uh, and then state uh, it. State it. Isn't that blunder? I'd be, I'd be more worried about the fact that He's wearing that white crisp shirt with three buttons undone. No, yeah, that is an issue. I didn't mind that. Uh, no. I didn't mind that. Really? You're, no. that's, you're into yeah, that? fine with that. The next one is don't put photos of you and friends because which one are we swiping on? Yeah. So many guys decide that they would like to be in it in with their look, mates. Can I look at that one? Yeah. Are their mates hotter than them? Which one am I swiping left or right to? Sure you're not in Grinder. Group photos. Exactly. Group photos are never good. Exactly, Maddie. A lot of them are hugging their friends, which is great. We love a guy with a bromance. But you need you to say which one you are. any photos of a bloke on a boat or holding a tiger or anything like that? Because there was a lot of them. Puppies as big, isn't it? This Not one, like with your mates. Like Three that, guys in that one. Yeah, which one are you? Maybe you're saying, hey. The you next one is. Through it quick. I haven't even had time to recognise their eye colour. two seconds. You, you just swipe, 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 swipe. The next one is... Let's not use any drugs or alcohol in your profile pic. I get it. You might smoke. A lot of them used illegal substances. Really? Just, just don't. Well, you don't can you show need that to, to the camera, photo. please, honey? What's yeah, sorry. Talking? There we go. Oh, he's got a durry hanging out his yeah. face like he's Steve McQueen. No, unless you're Steve McQueen, no. <laughs> yeah. The next one. But some girls would be into that. I want a guy who's wearing a beanie with a durry coming out of his mouth. Thirteen ten sixty. If you would swipe right on that guy with a Jim Bean, quickly call yeah. now logo. Yeah, Jim, a Jim Bean beanie that he got from the bottle when he bought <laughs> six packs and a <laughs> denim jacket. With a, <laughs> hang on, we're describing what Maddie looks like. Yeah. Thirteen ten sixty. If you want to date a guy, okay. Yeah. The next one is. I like a guy who works out. Mm. It's good. Mm. But you can see if they work out even if they're wearing a shirt, which uh. means we don't need to see you at the beach just, like, with bathers. Oh, that's got to be a pretty traditional one, though, shirt off. It He's is a the... traditional one. <laughs> yeah. But, like, oh, selfies but... in the mirror? Nah. It's just no. See, with that photo there, Abby, there's a problem here. Anytime that there's a baseball cap on that is not... Like forward, yeah, mm. yeah. There's a problem. If it's a straight back, maybe if you're doing some sort of, wow, you really took these took fellas a lot got... of time to print out pictures of guys with no shirts on. And they've like, got good rigs, though. You've they've got, got, got great rigs. They've got great rigs, and, and that would be perfect on Grinder, but not on Tinder. People would swipe left. And lastly, I just have okay. to say, Abby's final Tinder tip for fellas oh, getting their uh, profile pictures. Yeah. No one is going to swipe left on a complete nude photo. Mm. 
with no face. He's got the bike rack. <laughs> He's got the bike rack All out. he has yeah. is lying on his stomach and yeah. has taken a photo... <laughs> Behind him. And he's taken that photo himself. I give him props for his photography work. To that get is... that angle, that's impressive. Marco? So, yeah. Yeah. Marco, yeah. look. No. Polo. <laughs> that's a... That's, I think you might have got your apps mixed up there, Marco. Yeah. Mm. Well, just a nice, simple face photo is fine. Okay. That's all, so I took out examples of w- the ones I like. It's amazing how many friends in common you have with these people. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know, right? That was so awkward. <laughs> I've got to delete my account. <laughs> oh, there we go. There's Abby's Tinder tips. Don't forget to Abby is willing to take over your Tinder accounts. If uh, you are having trouble, ladies, 131060, give us a call now. Register. She will hopefully get you some action here at Hit 105. It's Steph, Abby and Matt with Osha. Hit 105. Now, I always uh, support Beyond Blue. They do an amazing, amazing work. And um, they have got together with the government and they're trying to do a new initiative. You might have heard it. Um, Amy Drew has been talking about it in the news. And 131060, if you want to weigh in with this, they're starting a new program um, kicking off in January next year to talk about um, mental health issues, but um, also to address suicide. And they're going to be doing it in schools, but also childcare and kindy and started at the age of three. Now, they've come out and said that they're not going to mention the word um, suicide, but they are going to have discussions about not wanting to be here or wanting to die. I have to say, I wouldn't want my child to participate in a conversation like that at the age of three. Mm. I'm still doing toilet training. He's still right. learning emotions mm. to try and... Is what are you t- assuming about what the conversation is, though? I don't want the terms um, someone's not wanting to be around and wanting to die. I don't want that term to be used in my three-year-old. Okay. But what do, you think the, what do you think they're trying to do there? What do you think they're trying to do by having these conversations with kids that young? Um, well, I kind of go, I'm, I'm quite happy to talk about resilience. Like yeah. that's something that I feel that we need to do um, with kids way more. We throw out um, the bully word, which is great and it's wonderful that we're addressing it. But we also need to talk about how that makes us feel and what other way we could go about it mm-hmm. rather yeah. than just always talking about, you know, being victimised. It's like when you are a big victim, what could you do to improve that situation? Yeah. I honestly believe we need to teach people to be resilient. But I find that education very young for a three-year-old. Like, Osh, I'm still doing toilet training. Yeah, yeah. what about... I mean, just with the way statistics are in yeah. Australia at the moment, yeah. there has to be a, at least more than one or two or three kids in those classrooms who are, have been affected by suicide. Yeah, and I think and I think that's a really difficult conversation, but do you always talk about death with your child and how do you talk about it? I think that's a very personal thing. I don't mm. want it to be taught in a childcare, how I deal with it. And don't get me wrong, like we're very open with talking about mental health issues mm. um, and people's feelings. But I kind of go to, to wanting to die is quite a term that I think I don't want to use with my three-year-old. Mm, yeah. Eight years old, 100%. I'm all for that education to be done early in primary school, which mm. they are saying. We talk about but, death but, with Rory. But childcare for me is... Um, too young. Too young. Mm. Yeah, but you think, Abby, like there's no way that... You know, when, you think, when you think about what these kind of programs are and how these programs come into being... They would have had to have a bunch of scientists and boffins pitching a panel, looking for the funding. They would have had so much evidence to say, this is the age at which the intervention needs to happen. Mm. Now, I don't know if the article's using the right words. I don't know if the article's 
quoting them exactly how they're going to speak to them. We have no idea what the class is going to be mm-hmm. like. But surely there's a reason that they're going, actually, they've got to start as young as three. There's got to be statistical reasons that they've got to start that young. That, but there's always, I mean, like, Osh, you're, you're a vegan. Would you like your child, if you had a child to be taught that, you know, the, the government authority says that they have to eat meat at a young age to get a certain but amount two, of protein? But all I'm saying is all of things. a sudden you're getting someone else's to tell you how you need to parent your three-year-old? They're not telling you how to parent your three-year-old. They're just saying there's got to be a reason. If eight people yeah. will, will commit suicide in Australia today, mm. there's got to be a reason, a re- there has to be a reason that interventions this young are being considered. And what age do you stop them allowing to just be kids and happy and fairies and make-believe? Like, do you, do you feel like that's there. never going to be the case? No, I didn't say that. But, you know, is it right to not want this thing to happen because you don't want it to be true? Do you not I just want... I'm not do in you denial not... about it being true. Okay. Of course it is. There's a lot of people out there. Suicide is a huge issue. You know that I'm a massive supporter to trying to cre- create more awareness and help for it. Yeah. Very much so. We've even had survivors on here. I think we need, to, we need to improve our conversation around it. And you know, as a show, we've always been able to support yeah. it. But well, three so... years old, Osh, that's Jagger. Yeah. And well, you think saying, that you would like to have a conversation with him about people not wanting to be around and wanting to take their own no, life? No, that is not what I'm saying. I'm saying that the only reason that a government program of this size, and what is it, the article says it's in the 40s or 50s of millions, the only reason they would have got funding is if they were able to prove to a bipartisan panel that it needed to happen. Yeah. And so there's got to then be what, a reason. Then and what's a very the right age? Because I think, I think eight, I understand. Well, they're saying that this is the right age. That's kind of Osha's point. That if they, they've studied it, this is the right age, they're saying. I don't know. I don't, I don't think that it is. I wouldn't want Would you want your child, mate? Absolutely that's, not. That's Xander's. I, um, people probably won't like what I think, and I think that sometimes we, and I, I understand suicide is a huge problem in our country, but at times I feel like we can talk about it so much that people do get the feeling of, oh, I'm not feeling great, or maybe I'm suicidal. You know what I mean? Rather like I feel than learning like how to deal learning with how depression. to grow, um, deal with things like losing people in their life, being bullied, rejected. rejected. If we at three years old go that you might be suicidal, then there's a chance that at any kind of change of emotion, they go, okay, I'm suicidal. Mm. Um, so I, I think at times we're too, too quick to jump to that and I, say I think, that. I think all of us in the room might be jumping to conclusions, me included, is about what this program is. Mm-hmm. All right, we don't know enough of what they're going to be talking about. And this I, is, you know, it's just one article that is barely quoting what even, we don't even know the language of the program. But that, that were the only, they were the words that I was quoting right. that they said. But we don't know. We don't know if the if the program doesn't even it just says, look, you might have feelings not wanting to be around. Here's some ways you can cope with those feelings. That's I'm going to guess it's probably more what it is. It is building resilience. Exactly what you're asking, Abby. Robin's on from Waterford. What do you think? Hi. Um, I kind of agree. I think that children as young as that should be kind of around the talk that there could be some people who feel that way and, you know, they could have family or friends or whatever. I mean, I'm in a personal situation where I'm 20, I've gone through my own mental health issues and I have a six-year-old sister mm. and I don't want her not knowing right. what's about, going on yeah. and when you know, how to notice when you feel those things and yeah. that kind of thing. I don't yeah. want her to ever feel alone or that no one has ever educated her in that way. Do you think they... Um, what, my concern is that I've had like a dear friend who um, passed away through suicide, I don't know how I would explain to my three-year-old the circumstances that were going through him. Do you know what I mean? Like I kind of go, are they too adult for my three-year-old to understand? 
Would you yeah. feel that your your child would like you know your sister would have understood those re- like you know what I mean? Yeah, I think it's it's about definitely finding um, the right way to communicate with the children and you know using the right words mm. and the right kind of whether it's through activities or something like that where you're not so um, focused on just you know you don't want to be saying suicide you don't want to be saying oh you know I want to die or anything like yeah. that you want it to be quite a gentle conversation but I think that it is something that should happen um, just because it's getting. <clears throat> Suicide and mental health is getting such yeah. a big issue, and I'm a nurse myself, so I know that it's not, you know, it's it is something that's it's out of control, and it's yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Right. Ryan, Ryan, Baronia Heights, what do you uh, what do you think about the idea that these sorts of things and you know talking to kids about resilience as young as three and five is is going to be hopefully happening next year? Um, all of you guys have very valid points, and I support you a hundred percent. I think Abby hit the nail on the head where three is definitely too young because it's not something you want thrown around loosely. Mm. Um, they, don't, they don't understand, and I don't think they will till they've had enough experience. Mm. Um, I think maybe six, seven would be the earliest you'd yeah. want to start. Yeah, I agree. Because it is something. When someone gets to that point of thinking about suicide, things have obviously gone really wrong to get to that point. So, you know, I've got a 12-year-old son who I talk to because I suffer from certain issues. Mm. So I talk to him about how I'm feeling, I explain things, and I get him to do the same with me if he's got problems. But, yeah, the government needs to approach it because, yeah, it's a very sensitive subject. What about about addressing issues before it gets to the point of depression? You know well, what I mean? I is there is there a way that we can go rather than oh okay you you're at the medicated stage or well, I think you... that's what they are trying to do. I yeah. understand what they're trying to do is make people more resilient. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, to well, deal with rejection and um, and disappointment and all that. But you can understand a lot of families are going through hardship, like financial issues, domestic violence. Yeah, mm. they're I guess. What but, I but feel. That's, that's what I'm saying. That's what do that, we address that? That's what I feel. And needs then to that be that hopefully address follows on. Uh, uh, Emma's in Burpengary. What do you think? Uh, I I think it's absolutely needed. It's so vital. And there are so many kids that age and younger living in households where parents and family members have mental health issues. And for them to understand what is going on around them and that it's normal and that they're not unusual is so important. My son was three when we had a family member who decided to take his own life. Mm. And I explained to him that he had an illness and that his brain told him that that was the only way he could fix his illness. And unfortunately, the doctors couldn't help him. And he understands that. I didn't mention the word. I spoke about his mental illness. Mm. Um, and he gets that. And he's seven now, and he understands that concept. And and he gets it. And it's so very important. And this program is exactly what's needed. I, I work in mental health, mm. and kids that young do know that something is going on. Yeah. When they're around mental illness, they get that something is going on and to be able to communicate that effectively is so important. I mean, you sound like you, you, you are so well spoken. Did you like the opportunity to do that yourself or you'd be happy for it still to be done um, by a childcare worker? I, I think opening the conversation is, is the right way and I, I agree with Osh, I don't know this program in detail, but I would I would absolutely guarantee that Beyond Blue are the best people to know how to open those conversations. Mm. Mm. All right. Uh, we're going to wrap up with you, Holly, in Springfield Lakes. Should we be teaching uh, about suicide uh, to kids as young as three? That's the question this morning. 
Well, when I first called through, I was furious. I right. thought, no way. Mm. I've got a two-year-old son sitting in the back of my car. And in one year, I still want to be blowing bubbles yeah. and yeah. making mud pies and enjoying his life with him. Mm. Yeah. After listening, I am 70-30. Right. 70-30 which way, though? <laughs> <laughs> well, still disagreeing to a yeah. point. Yeah. I don't think that the that bad word should be used at yeah. all. Yes. Yeah. Okay. But mental health is a huge thing and it does need to be talked about. Like, I'm 24 years old. I suffer from depression mm. and anxiety and I will definitely be teaching my son about it, but I want to do that myself. Mm. Yeah. Right. Mm. Yeah. Well, I want to sounds, tell him what it is like. Mm. Well, it sounds like you're responsible enough to think about this and I guess they're just trying to maybe fill the gap between parents who do and don't. I mean, even just talking about this today, guys, I was thinking about what my own time in, in childcare was like. And I can remember, I'm lucky enough to have a, a very good memory of my earliest years. I remember being three years old at a childcare in Adelaide when we first came to Australia. Uh, and they had to get my mum to come and get me because I was convinced the world was going to end. And mm. I was like that for a week. Mm. But if I had been taught back then, here's how to calm yourself down. Here's how to deal with these emotions. Here's how to, here's how to, to you know, kind of process this stuff. I don't know if my mental health journey would have gone on the same path. So, you know, when I think about could I have been taught techniques when I was younger, would it have been helpful? Absolutely. Hmm. Absolutely. But at the time, I mean, it was the 70s. People was like, you know, have a Milo and go back outside, kid. Yeah. Mm. Interesting. Well, uh, like we said as well, if there's uh, anyone out there um, who does need help, uh, a number you should definitely call 13 11 14. That is Lifeline. Wake up with Stab, Abby and Matt with Osha. Hit 105. Oh, uh, yes, in with us this morning. You can catch out the Brisbane Lions taking on the Fremantle Dockers Saturday at the Gabba, 4.35. Daniel Rich is in. Hey, buddy. Oh, oh hang on. If I turn your mic on, that'll help. Yeah, you didn't have you had enough time. Morning. Morning, Daniel. Good morning. Congratulations, say- mate. You just yeah. uh, just had a baby. I have. He's nine days old. He's a, he's a little trooper. But, mm-hmm. um, yeah, it's pretty exciting, actually. It's good. Is the first thing you've got the little lion's outfit? Haven't got one yet. Oh, you haven't? Because they no. actually they actually sent one to me when I used to be the ambassador, but then they replaced me with the racehorse. <laughs> yeah, they replaced her, <laughs> which was ironic because then she had a long face. Oh, oh, is the racehorse still around? I think that's moved on as well. Moved on. They must flick yeah, but them you, over. everyone mm. remembers the racehorse name. What was it? It was uh, buffering. None, none of them know me there at the Lions. Oh, you will know. It's yeah. all right. Where did the uh, where the where the horse go? Is it? Did it? No, no. I farm? think it's. Uh, it was obviously a very good horse, but I think it's still alive. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. See, the thing that the reason they did, because the horse obviously can't talk, and you did quite openly badmouth the team as an no, ambassador. I, no, I didn't. Yes, you, right. did. you know that I'm. No, no, I no, I said it to your face. I um, <laughs> yeah, I just I'm so competitive and stuff like that. And the Lions have had, I guess, difficult years. I'm not going to lie; they're at the bottom of the ladder. It's hard for, I guess, you know, I guess a young team that you would call it. Yeah, we're young. We are, we're the youngest in the comp, so yeah, yeah. stats speak for themselves, yeah. Mm. Yeah, and I get so competitive that I feel sometimes I get disappointed when I lose, as you guys would. No, that's all right. I don't mind the passion. It's good. Yeah. yeah. How, how is it? Because the streak's not great at the moment. What's it, what, do you, what do you do as a team to keep everyone going? It's funny. We've, uh, we've only won the one game, but it's, it's, uh, it's a good feeling going to work every day. It's a different kind of feeling. It's, we know it's not so much about this year, but it might be about yeah. the, the years to come, so... We go in, uh, we talk about a growth mindset, mm-hmm. um, and in, I suppose that's an improvement mindset, yeah. um, and that's kind of the focus, and if we can go in with that attitude and bring some energy every day, then um, that's kind of all we can do at this stage, and the, the wins-losses will kind of take care of themselves, but nice. as I said, it's uh, 
still a good place to be, and the boys uh, the boys love spending time with each other, so it's good. Great. One thing I did want to bring up on air too, because this was an off-air conversation. I said yes. we need to talk about this on air. Well, because I said that I'm the the coach of the Carindale Cougars. Yeah. And then we got under. You reckon your your missus is a cougar? Because she's <laughs> how much older than you? Well, that was the question. What? When do you become a cougar? I think it's over forty. Nah. What, what do you mean? Like over forty years difference? No, old. It's no. not an age difference thing. It's just the uh, the woman. We have to like so the woman has to be over forty and like younger guys. No, it's not, the young guys don't come into cougars. It's oh, just yeah, you're just do. a cougar. No, no, no. no, no. And no. Abby, younger guys come into cougars because yeah. that's the the cougar hunts the cub. Yeah. That's that's the whole idea. Well, I've been mistaken my whole life. Yeah, you've been <laughs> incorrectly calling out cougar. I know the rule. <laughs> I know the rule. What, what is the rule? Is the rule is when the woman mm. is old enough to be your mother. Ah. Oh. That's when the that's when it's Cougar Town. Okay, well a shout out to your beautiful wife who's she's, only a year older, okay? <laughs> 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 I retract that statement. Your face when as your face, what I said, your face went, ugh. <laughs> I've been should, running with that for about seven years. <laughs> <laughs> we should also clear up that Abby isn't coaching a team of cougars. No, 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 no. I know I coach the uh, the under six, which I'm pretty excited about. Well, kind of excited about. They're an amazing group of kids, but it, it got to a situation where I do love my AFL. I was going there and no one else was putting up their hand, so I put my hand up to be the coach. And then I realised how serious it is. Yeah, there's there's been a few rumours around the AFL circles, actually, about your coaching. Oh. I've heard a few, uh, oh. few things. Well, what, I've been trying the, to get a few players to come down. The stoppages going well. They're, they're kicking well. Yeah, they're kicking well. How's, what about the stoppages? The defense well, the stoppages? You well, you're not allowed to tackle. So my son was a little bit headless with that. So you're not allowed to tackle, tackle. You just have to try and get the ball. The stoppages are... What would you say stoppages? How would you define them? Oh, it's, it's a question. Yeah, don't turn the question it's back. It's when you, um, you intersect and get the ball off no, the other not, one. Not quite, but that's no, all right. No, we'll, no, no. We, we what would you say? About oh, it's just the setups around the ground. What, what kind of zone are they running at the moment? Mm. They're all in their own. <laughs> <laughs> They're all in their own zone. Yeah. All right, well, she she said that she's the number one coach at the club. Oh, I didn't know. I said that off air because there's a few more that are very good. <laughs> what what else have you got to ask her? Oh, there's a few. Uh, that's as I've said. I've uh, I've heard a few stories around yeah. the traps. The AFL circles. They they talk. Yeah, yeah they talk. Group of guys women, gossip. Understandable. Yeah, yeah. So we do I've that in the heard, women's league. I've just heard about your pregame speeches and mm. your I, halftime sprays. Oh, and, I'd love to hear one of your yes, halftime sprays. My halftime sprays. Yeah. So the teams, the teams not doing well. I'm not joking. I have had to do this. Yeah, I've yeah, had to pull yeah. a couple of the kids aside and, and go, boys. I know you love each other, but if I catch you guys hugging on the field one more time when the ball's coming towards you. Abby's going to get mad. Coach Coleman's going to get mad. That happens at the Lions too. <laughs> oh, yeah, a little bit. They're six and they hug each other when the ball's there. It's like eyes on the ball. Yeah, but as, as, as you said, you know, the boys just love hanging out with each other. That's part of it, Abby. fun. But I mean, we are. No, we are. But hang on. <laughs> Everyone stop. What did you We're just say? We're to have fun and what, win. Do you, know, do you know they don't score? They don't score it because it's a friendly competition. <laughs> Abby keeps score. Just said, did the coach say we're not don't, man, there you're gonna to get have me, fun? You're going to get me fired. You want to get fired. You don't like doing it. I do like doing it, Osh. It's a lot of pressure, and I like doing it. Could would she be welcome at the at the Lions to coach? Yeah, what's uh, where do you want to work? Development. Uh, what area do you like? Backs, mids. I'm I'm center? playing down back. You can you can. Yeah. You like you like arms. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's Stav, Abby and Matt with Osha. Hit 105. Brisbane decides. All right, yeah, Brisbane, listen up. We need you to be our jury 131060 when you have decided your opinion on what we're about to hear. Yep, and then they have to go with it. And the person that has to go with it with Brisbane's decision is Shadi from Green Bank. Morning. Morning. How are you going? Yeah, we're good. Now, what is your dilemma? What's going on? 
Okay, I've been with, well, recently split up with my ex who I'd been with for 12 years. Wow, yeah. Yep. Engaged for six. Mm-hmm. Um, I've left him. The engagement ring, he thinks I should sell it and split it 50-50. Yeah. And I think I should be able to keep it. Mm. Okay. Alrighty. And I'm guessing he, he bought it, Shani? Uh, it kind of both bought it. Okay. All right. Oh. Interesting. Okay. How, what's yeah. kind of? <laughs> well, it was like, you know, like a GE loan in both our names. Both yeah. Okay. Off yeah. Kind of thing. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, thirteen ten sixty. Yeah. if you've been in this situation. See, it's hard because I, I know legally it, were, it used to be like a promise of a contract. So if the marriage yeah. hadn't gone through, then it would go back to the person that gave it. But yeah. Yeah. Because you hadn't got married? No, I no, hadn't. Okay. No. Yeah. Why did yeah. you? Why? Why was it a six-year engagement? Um, I actually got really sick in between it. Um, oh. had an induced coma. So oh, wow. yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And can so, I ask why you why you caught it off? Uh, probably the last couple of years realised that it turned into friendship, and I just, okay. yeah. So there was no wrongdoing, I guess, by either party. No, it just phased out, and I realised it wasn't going anywhere. We were better off friends. Like, I've just recently moved to Brizzy mm. um, from Toowoomba, started yeah. afresh, and just, yeah, I mean, he's he's a bit older. He's 12 years older than me, okay. and, uh-huh. and just he didn't really want to do anything different. So, and Shari, okay. Shari, you said that you got uh, a loan in both of your names to buy yeah. the ring. So yeah. why then... If the loan was bought by both of you, why then do you feel that you shouldn't split the proceeds and pay it back to both of you? Well, I think to me, when it didn't like work out, like we were engaged, it was given as a gift. Mm. A lot of like, girlfriends I know were like, well, it was given to you as a gift. You should be able to keep it. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Mm. I guess like any other jewellery, you're not going to give it back. Yeah. You know what I mean? No. If you've got anything else in the relationship. <laughs> but mm. do you, um, is it a situation where both of you need the money, Shani? And how much money are we talking about? Uh, it's about four or five grand. Mm. Okay. Grand. Yep. Um, prob- yeah, I will. Obviously, I've pretty much walked away without anything else. Yeah. yeah, right. yeah. Uh, what- is the other thing. Mm. So. Yeah. I mean, Osh, what, what did you guys do with your stuff from oh, yeah. your first marriage? Did you? Did that all get split up? Uh, uh, yeah, pretty much. So the mm. ring, did she sell it? Uh, yeah, she did. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she, and then you she, split she, that? She yeah. Uh, the the money went. Uh, she did sell it. She did sell it. I rather, I won't say where the money went, but it didn't. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it didn't go to her or to me. All right, oh. went to okay. I think okay. I would I would have to uh, buy the ring off my wife so that she didn't sell it and find out how much I actually paid for it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, like, I guess from where I stand, Shari, I know I know you've called us up looking for some backup, yeah. but from where I stand, because if if it was a situation where the guy bought it and then gave it to you. Uh, then it'd be different, but because the two of you went into buying it, as far as yeah. where I am, I'm I'm going to stand on your ex's side. I'm going to stand, mm-hmm. you know, the, the both of your names were into buying it, and, and as far as I'm concerned, the both of your names going to, yeah. you know, paying it back. But well, that's just me. Well, Thirteen ten sixty. Uh, the phones have lit up. We've got a jury ready to go. Brisbane, what do you think? Um, should she get to keep the ring after the broken engagement, or does she sell it and split the money with the ex? Erica in Red Bank Plains. What do you think should happen in this situation? I definitely think it should be 50-50, especially on, like, a legal aspect. Mm. Um, All assets and debts are split 50-50. And I just think it's the right thing to do. 
Yeah. Uh, you know why I, I would say I'm saying no is mm. because if I made if I broke up with my wife mm. and we did that, she would say to me, "All right, well we're going to sell you mountain bikes." And so you split reckon? those fifty fifty, <laughs> and that you know would what? not be good. She would sell them for what you told her they cost. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> uh, Corey and Burp and Gary, uh, what do you think about this hot topic? Uh, I definitely think they need to split it. Mm-hmm. Uh, at the end of the day, she's walked away, and um, she has to understand that you know it's it's her, her emotional side of it's gone. Mm. Uh, he's the one that's left there. So yeah, I definitely think that they need to sell it and split money. Is it purely because yeah. it's an engagement ring? Because I think you're right. If it, if it was normal jewellery like, and all Christmas it's, presents and stuff, like you wouldn't yeah. be having this conversation. But that's why you give an, um, an engagement ring, because mm. it's a promise to a contract, which mm. marriage is a contract. Mm. So because of that, exactly. because it hasn't mm. gone through, then it's supposed to go back. One of my friends, um, she broke up the relationship and she walked away with a $60,000 <gasps> engagement ring. And we're always like, how could you afford to get that? Wow. <laughs> yeah. yeah he tried to sue her yeah. to get it back, but she went overseas with it. Wow. <laughs> Maddie's heart just stopped. Uh, there is. There, I, he was walking. He was working on the oil rig. So there I is. Yeah. There is no. Yeah. There is no, no, no. lemon meringue. No. What? <laughs> that I would. Whoa. No lemon meringue. Sixty thousand dollars. Yeah. yeah. That's a, a Tiffany that's a one. Pavlova. And Craig and Woodford. What do you think about it? What should happen if they sell the ring? Who gets the money? Uh, I think she should just keep it. All of it. All yeah, of it. why do you think that? Her, so she gets it back. Okay. Yeah, okay. Why is that, Craig? He, he bought it. Mm. He bought it and he gave it to her. Mm. Yeah. No, that's not so exactly true. The both of them put their name on a loan to buy it, Craig. Oh, well, that's still his choice. He chose to get engaged. She didn't make him do it. Mm. Yeah, good mm-hmm. point. Has okay. that happened to you, Craig? Uh, I, I did get engaged and she took the ring at the end of all of it. And, yeah, we split and I didn't ask for it back or... Didn't ask for any money from it, and yeah, we both paid it off, and she took it all. Okay, yeah. I, I kind of get what Craig is saying there. He, you know, he gave it as the promise, thinking mm. that that's where it would lead to. But still, sixty thousand dollars. Yeah, but this, one, this one's not. I know, <laughs> no, it's, no, not. it's not sixty thousand. I know, but no. come on, what yeah, is wrong to with people? For it, yeah. Nik- Nikita uh, in Regent's Park, what do you think she should do? I reckon they should because you know it's not. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's buy a new phone oh, with the yeah. proceeds. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. That was a split. That was another split. Okay, a split. So I, I think it's leaning. Would it's you leaning towards? It's leaning towards split. split. We Shani? only had one call saying it was the other way around. Oh, how are you feeling about that? Yeah, no, I was kind of what I was leaning towards. Yeah, but yeah, like doing the right thing, but still, mm. yeah. Shari, do you remember the film Pulp Fiction? Always remember at the end, he's not giving the guy the money, he's buying something. He's buying being able to walk away with a clear conscience, and that's true. What you're paying yeah, for, exactly. Shari. Exactly, mm. exactly. And yeah, yeah no, I probably wouldn't feel good walking away with all the money, but yeah, everyone's had their opinion and just trying to figure out what to do now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. to be honest, we've got no control. You can hang up the phone and do whatever the bloody hell you want, so. <laughs> Uh, yeah, <laughs> I was getting that vibe off her anyway. Yeah. No. Uh, I, I am getting, I'm going to sell it and split it. Oh, good good, on you. good, good on you, Shari. Good, for, good you. for the people of Brisbane. Yeah. Look at that. We're all eventually we're all a bunch of fair people. I like it. Wake up with Stab, Abby, and Matt with Osha. Hit one hundred and five. Let's go. Army Fridays. Hit one hundred and five. Oh yeah, tomorrow night, uh, Brisbane. It is. On R&B Friday, second birthday party, the Met. Uh, I, I think have we all got passes from the partners to the party. What, what to, sort of party? Are you thinking? I've, I've, I've got a I've got a pass to a, to turn up. I don't have a pass for anything else. No, I wasn't thinking that. I, I mean, unless that's yeah, because what you're into. I mean, I can take my pass back. <laughs> 
if I'm the only one. I think it was just you two with the passes that you put in there. But that's fine. But I'm talking about the VIP room now as well because we have been uh, we have been giving out the invites. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, there's a lot of big name politicians that are unfortunately conflicted diaries. They was conflicted. They were conflicted. Um, Quirky, the mayor, said he's uh, a maybe. Looking a maybe. Into it. Yep. Well, that's great of you guys to invite me to that, but look, I'll have to check out the old Merrill diary and see what we can do there. If we can, I'd love to join you, mm-hmm. but I can't commit to it just yet, obviously, but uh, oh, thanks for the invite. Very diplomatic uh, answer. I love yeah. it. Uh, Bill Shorten, said he was a maybe as well. Mm. I would move heaven and earth to be there. I don't know if I can, but you know, I've got to check ah, with the family. Ah, I thought you would have been better at lying here, Bill. Come on. Wayne Swan yeah. was... Nah, he's not coming. Is I he like Wayne Swanny. Couldn't get a pass. Um, <laughs> so we're, we're trying to put together the Without VIP the area mm. yes, mm. and no important people... Mm. Are, are, are locking it in. Mm. Yeah, so important people can call through on 13 10 16. We have actually got a call through. Hello, who's that? Good morning, guys. Hello. I recognise this voice. Who is Come it? Come on. It's your friendly neighbourhood weatherman. Oh, oh, it's Gary. Gary. Hey, buddy. <laughs> You... Guys, look, you know, yeah. look, only the cool cats can come to that party. So mm. I'm, I'm a definite. I can't wait to just drop some beats on those decks. I'm looking so forward to it because yeah. it's my birthday. Oh, oh we're gonna it's your party. birthday? Like, like it's your birthday. birthday. Your shoulder. It's, it's your birthday. birthday. We'll practice that one. But Oh, that's amazing. Gary, you used to have a different name. Didn't you used to go by... Um, oh, look, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you on the night in the VIP <laughs> area. Yeah. Oh, is oh, it hello. A, That's yeah. one for behind the a, velvet rope. Oh, yeah. okay, sorry. Yeah. No, no, what we, you... can re- we, we can, we can, we, well, yeah, we can relate that one. We can. Okay. Um, it was called, uh, I used to be called The Sponge. The Sponge? So that was your yeah. DJ name, was it? Yeah, it was. It was. That was my radio name. Funny <laughs> enough, that's what they call me around here. <laughs> <laughs> and what was the meaning behind it? Was there because usually oh, wacky well, radio names well, have look, a story. It's pretty embarrassing. It does. But initially, when I first worked at this radio station, they wanted to call me the Love Sponge. Right. I remember. Or not. Mm. Yeah, I remember I, I, I you. I lost all my loving and I just became a sponge. <laughs> yeah. It happens over time, Gary. Wow. The, the love sponge would be used to clean up. That's, okay. that's where I go. Yes. To. Okay. Yes, this right. was the it was the nineties. We all got radio nicknames. It was yeah. ter- it was a terrible time, Maddie. Be grateful you didn't live through it. Okay. You'll be right. So Spider. so yes. Spidey. Spidey was you, Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Uh, so it's Friday this Friday night, which is gonna be your birthday. Um you, you're in the VIP area, we can guarantee that. What do you drink? What do I drink? Um, uh, vodka, lime and soda. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that'd be a rum and coke. would be nice okay. as well. Yep. Yeah. Uh, and then especially uh, while, while we've got you, we couldn't not ask, uh, what's the weather going to be like for our, <laughs> for, for our, our party? Party on Friday. Um, champagne showers. Oh. There you go. Right answer, Gary Youngberry. That's right brilliant. answer. That's brilliant. It's Stav, Abby and Matt with Osher. Hit 105. Um, I uh, blame myself because I did bring to the table um, an Ed Sheeran story. He was doing carpool karaoke, had a bit of a challenge, and he put 55 Maltesers in his mouth. Mm-hmm. We thought that uh, Stav and Maddie would do it, and I'd like to apologise because I'm not into toilet humour, but I did scream at you, Maddie. No, don't. I screamed He's... at you, and I'm, I'm sorry that I did because during the challenge um, you did very good. You did very well. You, you got them all in your mouth. You got 55 in your mouth. In your mouth. Yeah, but all of those happened. balls in your mouth. Yeah. I'm very but then, proud of you. During <laughs> yeah. the dry reaching, I started screaming because I'm pretty sure you did number two in your pants. And I'm sorry. No, no, no. I just, 
to, to talk you through it, mm-hmm. I don't think that I did. Mm. He hasn't checked yet. But you... no, no. But <laughs> I was dry reaching a lot, and I thought I was going to vomit. Mm. Fifty-five Maltese is a lot. When I first smelt something, I thought maybe it was um, vomit, mm-hmm. and then it became something else. And then I went, I don't think I'm at the age where I start losing those muscles yet. You'd on think the... that. Yeah. But we have a room full of microphones, Maddie. Yeah. And on the record, did you poo your pants on the weekend when you were trying to do mountain bike riding? Yes. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay. So that's, so no, no, it's okay. That's it. It is just, happening. Yes that's or no. Fine. Yeah. Mm. So it happens to all of us. Can we just play the audio just to see if we can? No, it's not. We don't have play to it. do that. Just, do we? Well, let's say if we don't hear anything. That's what it's. Yeah, we got to. You'll be you'll be vindicated. Yeah. Yeah. Let's just play the audio. Could, could have come through the aircon. That happens all the time here. <laughs> happens all the time. Uh, oh my God! Matt's done it. You've oh done it. Maddie did it. Fifty-five Maltesers. He just now he's vomiting. Are you right, Maddie? Mm. Oh. These are... Go away from the mic! Oh, are you okay, Maddie? Maddie, are you all right? I am the champion. You are, well done, but I'm the champion. Done. How did we miss that the well, first time? I know, right? That is not legitimate audio. That has been tampered with. I think that is that is something they would do on The Bachelor where they would <laughs> recut my words. There's no way that we would ever put a fart joke on The Bachelor. Do you Maddie, think you've been we edited are classier wrong? than that? And we are classier than that on this show. That is a legit air poo. Wait, wait, not the New Zealand show. Remember yeah, Poppy? Oh, when she right. did Poppy it, yeah. popped off. Yeah. 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 So uh, I guess this is your turn for an apology because this is a confined <laughs> space. It's a two-by-four room and it's enclosed. So I don't think it was... Well, I, I don't know that it was me. Okay. I think I've... See, I think that's an issue. Yeah. I know yeah. it wasn't me. See, yeah. I'm not sure if it was me. Like <laughs> okay. That's all right. Stand by being mad huh. when I shout.